tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to Platinum Slash, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Dumbo, joining me, as always, I should help you. Hey, Dylan, I'm excited to be here, but disappointed that, you know, the one time we have acquisition news before we record, it has nothing to do with PlayStation. I mean, technically, the, the games are on PlayStation. It's just. I mean, it's not PlayStation centric. It's not, it's not PlayStation centric. No, no, no. Um, so it doesn't really matter. No, fuck that shit. I, 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 I'm happy to make <laughs> jokes at Square Enix's expense on this podcast. And arcade couch, though, if you want to, <laughs> to be honest, that I'm, I'm down with. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. It turns out NFTs are very expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Yep. Um, clout maintenance fees very high. I can't. Yeah, I've been thinking of, that that quote's been keeping me up all night. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway, I'm sure we'll talk a bunch of. <laughs> Maybe it. maybe we've just misconstrued it, and it's not cloud like as in the cloud, but actual more cloud spinoffs. No, no, I really don't think that's what it is at all. No, it's we can it, only hope. I don't know. It's like having a friend like sell a home and like invest it all in, you know, just in crypto. Yeah, in crypto crypto yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not really an analogy. You kind of just have to <laughs> in cryptocurrency. Yeah. It in it's like your friend sells a house and then they just use that money to buy you know those stars you can buy. Like you 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 can name the stars. It's like they mm. invest all their money in that. There we go. It's a, it's about as smart decision, I think. In the trophy cabinet this week, <laughs> silver trophy for a potential. PlayStation preservation team, a gold trophy for VR, 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 finally being out for people who can and care to use it. It's not actually helpful. And we hit a platinum for pricing being announced for PlayStation Plus changes. Thanks for me. Come back to that in a moment. Uh, Firstly, PlayStation Plus games for uh, May will be out by the time you're listening to this. Yes, they'll be out by the time you're listening to this. Uh, But they are for May. You get FIFA. 22 on your ps4 your ps5 you get tribes of midgard on your ps5 your ps4 and you get curse of the dead gods on ps4 what do you make of this month's games good month in my opinion you know just for fifa or uh, yeah because you know i never I, I waited you know never bought it now now i got it and i don't have to buy another fifa for several years now because there will be all the slightly iterations on this, so yeah. Good deal. And Tribes of Midgard, that was a game that I was interested in, but never picked up, so... That's cool. That it's if it's on PS Plus and, like, everybody's going to have it, and, you know, it'll be easy to get some friends to, like, jump into this game that's probably, like, all the bugs are out. It's probably solid at this point, with lots of extra content, so... Yeah, that's a good pick-up as well. Yeah, I feel like it's a decent month. I mean, the it the month relies heavily on if you care about FIFA or not, because that's the lead, uh, the big, the big title. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if yeah, if you don't care for FIFA or sports, yeah, it's probably a bit disappointing. But yeah, that's a bit pretty big, yeah. pretty big get. And I feel like it's a reasonably universal game. Like even Americans will play FIFA. It's like if I want to play soccer, I'm going to go boot up. 
Nintendo Wii Switch Sports. Nintendo Switch Sports. Got him. Anyway, yeah, what's your pick Check of the month? this week's what, Arcade Couch. Yeah, what's your pick of the month? Uh, I'll FIFA? go FIFA. I'll go Trials Mid Midgard, because that was probably the one out of the three. Um, I'd be, if, I had to, if I'm playing one of these, it'd end up being that. Yeah. If I, I probably won't play any of these, though, to be completely honest. If, if I was going to play anything on PlayStation Plus recently, I would actually like to, if I had the time um, and the effort, it would be uh, go play SpongeBob from last month, because I know like it was like, meh, reviews, but I kind of <laughs> want to play it, and it's, I'm assuming it's an easy platinum. But yeah, so. I don't think it is. It's like a collectathon, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's just a collectathon. It's not like it's difficult. It's, just... it's time consuming. Yeah, I don't know. How hard can it be? All right. After complaining about last week and the PlayStation gods heard me, so they chose to drop this news straight after we finished recording. Because they're always listening. They have secret FBI, CIA level microphones mm. in the Explosion Network offices, Ash. I don't know if you know. Holy shit. <laughs> That's yeah, how PlayStation always fucks us. Because they're always listening. Always listening. Uh, so after I complained last week about, oh, PlayStation Australia needs to get the shit together and drop the, <laughs> the pricing on uh, the PlayStation Plus changes in Australia, they were like, yes, good point, Dylan. <laughs> Let's do that. And fuck you. So as soon as the episode drops, it's, it's 10 <laughs> minutes of complaining that's completely pointless. <sighs> Got me again, PlayStation. Anyway, PlayStation's uh, put out the pricing. So here we go. PlayStation Plus, uh, I'll read all the... the readouts again even though we've been over this a million times i feel like this one but playstation plus essential uh which is enhanced your playstation experience with core features including online multiplayer access to ps4 and one ps5 games to download every month exclusive discounts and more aka exactly what, what we've, we've got with. right now yep. the exact same price as what we've got now yes so it's the exact same pricing one month 11.95 three months 33.95 12 months 79.95 right playstation plus extra Enjoy all PlayStation Plus essential benefits and explore a world of incredible gaming experiences with the game catalog featuring hundreds of downloadable PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games. One month, $18.95. Two months. I presume that's three and I've fucked up here. So three months, $54.95. I'll own it. I'll carry it. I've fucked up here. Three months, $54.95. Twelve months, $134.95. So, what's that? About 50 extra 40, bucks. I'm rounding up. $45, yeah. No. Are you good at maths or? $55. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> Plus Deluxe. Get all PlayStation Plus benefits from the other plans plus game trials and access to definitive games from years gone by in the Classics catalog. One month. Twenty-one ninety-five, three months, sixty-three ninety-five, and twelve months, a hundred and forty-four ninety-five. So the difference between the your basic plan um, up to up to this this one is uh, seventy-five dollars. Yeah, which is I mean, it's nearly double. Let's just make it. Yeah, it's nearly double. It's basically double. Um, that's all rough, as I point out in the, our news piece here, where I've put two instead of three. Uh, they, it works out to be roughly what I was sort of expecting. Like when I, I, I wrote estimates in the original article I put up, you know, based mm-hmm. on the USD 
and sort of rounded up the prices, you know, like, oh, this converts to 134, so let's say it's probably going to be 139, you know, like, just guesstimating. It kind of worked out to what I expected it to be. Uh, looking at this, now that we know the prices, when all this comes and they've confirmed June 22nd, Australia, are you upgrading to anything? Extra deluxe? Uh, not right now. I think once they release the catalogs of content, that's when I'll be most likely to make a decision. Because, um, yeah, it's double the price for <laughs> all these games that, that, let's be honest, I'm probably not going to play a hell of a lot of because, you know, we have enough time struggling to pick up the games we currently play. Although, the thing that is tempting is the uh, the game trials. Mm. So, I don't... Two hours. This past week... From what we understand, well, from rumors or whatever, uh, every single game on PlayStation that's worth th- more than $35 after this launches will have a two-hour free trial. Which, you know, for us, assuming they, uh, you know, re- release the, the free trial with the launch of the game, that could be good content-wise. Like, play two hours of blah, 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 of Modern Warfare 2 or whatever. <laughs> When it comes out, so yeah, I think the, story, tempting, the original story was PlayStation was requiring devs to do it, and then I think yes. the updated story was PlayStation the three months. PlayStation's going to do it or something, or they're going to help. Mm. Or, I don't know, but yeah, also within the first three months, yeah, adds up. I mean, they're offering a service where they're saying exclusive game demo trials, and if it was only for PlayStation exclusive games, you get what a handful every year. You know, like, mm. it's not really a big selling point. Whereas if, it's, whereas if it's everything, every game over 35 USD, I guess. So it'd be closer yeah. to every game so over 50 Australian like 50. or something, probably. Yeah. Just guesstimating, but yeah. So every game probably over 50 Australian dollars. So, I mean, it doesn't, it does knock out a bunch of indie stuff, you know? Mm. Like, and most indie games are not going to be over that $50 estimated price line. Or, or if they are. They're, like, pretty dense. They're pretty big, yeah. Yeah. So it means, like, a game like Snacks, right? DLC just dropped. Haven't played it. Sorry, we're not talking about it. Came out on Friday, right? But anyway, the base version of that game, uh, it's, like, six hours, I think, you know? So imagine doing a two-hour demo. It's like, well, you've nearly played half a game. So I get it. But uh, would people pay for the full full game to finish the experience? That's always the argument, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's always the argument. So maybe, I'm give you a taste of the first 15 minutes of a really good movie. Maybe there's an opt-in. That'd be. I'd assume there would be. That'd be helpful. Hey, my game's not over this limit, but can can we get a, a trial up anyway? You've done the work. You know, PlayStation, can you put this up? Yeah, probably. We we we're willing to do it. We think it'll help ourselves, and us help yourselves. Publish this demo. Yeah. I know. I mean, yeah, so obviously I'm in agreement with you and I feel like that's how most people are going to be looking at this. Like, hey, prices is one thing. Where's the games? Like, give me the list of games. Yep. What am I paying for here? It's one thing that you hear the story about game trials. You're like, cool, that sounds like a nifty feature. But everything else between extra and deluxe is built upon these libraries of games of which we know nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Compared to an America where... You're getting access to, like, you can look at PlayStation now and go, well, that's what I'm getting, plus some other shit yet to be announced. 
you know, like at least you have a, a starting point to sort of figure out what you're going to be paying for. We have no idea. Two games are apparently leaked, or three games, I think, maybe last I, I heard, uh, had like leaked and then add that onto the potential siphon filter thing. And I'm, I don't know, maybe we've got like five, six games <laughs> out of like yeah. hundreds <laughs> that have um, <laughs> potentially leaked. I saw like there was a thing go up like, oh, Tekken and Tekken 2 and 3 and some of the shit, like cool. Fucking Ridge Racer on the PSP or something like popped up on a ratings board or, you know, some like all these random, random things. But I mean, we need to see the full list uh, and we need to know if Ridge Racer on PSP is going to have trophies or not. If their answer is yes, suddenly the service becomes worth so much more. So, so much more. If the answer is no, I don't give a fuck about Rich Racer. Um, right. So, talking about what people are doing with the PlayStation Plus changes, uh, story comes from Push Square. Sony confirms PlayStation Plus subscription stacking has been blocked. So, the PlayStation Plus... Uh, so, original article here was, Sony has officially confirmed that it's now blocked existing PlayStation Plus subscribers from stacking memberships prior to the release of its new tiers. And a sneaky update to the FAQ, the platform holder added the following language, quote, if you currently have a PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Now membership, due to the changes we are making to the service prior to launch, you won't be able to redeem a voucher code for that service until your existing membership expires and deactivates or after the new PlayStation Plus service launches in your area, whichever happens first. Because this was people were doing the maths, basically mm-hmm. working out, hey, um, I'm going to get a upgrade. Like if you were on PlayStation Now or whatever, um, uh, like they say here, it's like PlayStation Now, whatever the cost was, American dollars, if you got the free upgrade to the second tier, you know, extra or whatever that starts at. Anyway, people worked out it's going to, you're going to work out cheaper. And for a while there, I was seeing people on Twitter doing this. Like people were buying vouchers. I'm sure some people are going to get away with it before Sony enacted the, uh, their blocking here. How do, how do you, how do you feel about Sony blocking this? Cause I'm, I'm of two minds. I'm like, technically they can do what they want, but also, I mean, it's a product on a shelf. So if someone walks into JB Hi-Fi and says, oh, I might just grab this voucher while I'm here. Then they get home. They're not trying to be sneaky. You know what I mean? They're not trying to be sneaky. And they can't even activate. Yeah. It's a product on a store shelf. They're going to be very confused. So. (laughs) I don't mind it. It's fine. I mean, now that they've set the point, they've set the line in the the sand and going, hey, from this point on, you're not allowed to stack anymore they're not removing the stacking that was done previous to this no so if you had already stacked you would get your you would be fulfilled for whatever things you counted on and then all the codes that you buy now will still be valid for the same monetary amount after once this launches yeah Yeah. so I don't see what the big deal is people are just getting upset because they can't exploit it anymore yeah yeah I just think it's for the example I'm giving is it's sort of a it's a weird dilemma to have where you know some people who aren't up to date with the news are just going to be like I don't know why the fuck why isn't my code working like is, does it pop up with a message but now? it won't <laughs> it won't not work 
It just won't work now. Yeah, how are they going to know that? Though? Unless their thing's expired. Yeah. So they're still going to be able to use their service. They're just not going to be able to claim that code right yeah. now. But if someone goes home with a code now, doesn't know what's happening, and they go to redeem it on the PlayStation, and it pops up, it does it give, does it just say, nah, you can't use this now? Like, what's the, I want to know. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> no, I'm sure it, it, I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard to uh, search Google. Why is my code working right now? Yeah, but what if they and assume it's like stories. a dud code, and they go back to JV Hi-Fi, get another code, Then I'm home. sure the very- <laughs> The very informed game manager there at JB Hi-Fi, who was very <laughs> experienced and is very nice, would inform them of what the changes currently are going on. Gotta hope so, I guess. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, this person's driving backwards and forth between the local JB <laughs> Hi-Fi or whatever. Just, <laughs> just like, no one has any idea why any of these codes aren't working. Sucks to be them. Um, yeah, I mean, mine's stacked up to... I haven't actually looked, but, you know, I, I, I think I've got like a few years left on mine, so it's like... yeah. I'm, I don't know what happened. I actually don't really understand. Do you know how this works? So, like, I'll just- No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, hang on. Because the- my thing is going to be, all right, so I'm going to automatically get upgraded to- So, let's say mine expire, like, 2024. You'll be, you'll be transitioned to PS Plus Essential. Yes. But then what happens if you want to change it to one of the higher tiers? Yeah. I assume they've got some sort of math like they have in this chart that they put out <laughs> okay. that will just reduce it to whatever. I'm going to hope so because, yeah, let's because I'm presumably, as I said, even without waiting to say if it's good or not, I'm presumably going to just upgrade to Deluxe so I can have a play around, try out stuff anyway, right? Mm-hmm. For the content, as they say. Um, the... But if I have mine stacked to like 2024, 2025 or something, because I know I've got a few years left on it, I'd, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to be like, you know, do I have to pay 12 months worth? And then they're like, oh, you've got a year of this and you've got two years left of essentials if you drop down, so you won't have to pay for essential. I'm like, no, nah, can you just convert what I've got into like what it equals in deluxe money? You know what I mean? Can Like if I'm through to 2024, can you convert that to a year and a half of, Deluxe? I would assume so. That would be the best <laughs> option, but you know, it's Sony. So. Yeah, I know. It's just, I mean, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna, it's not the end of the world. I'm just, it's one of those, yeah, these things just, it's a bit weird, but. Uh, all right, let's get into some hiring and other stuff that's happening this week. So, uh, PlayStation Lifestyle, right? PlayStation hiring a director for acquisitions and investments, not of the NFT kind. Um, so PlayStation Lifestyle writes in the news of Embracer Group bagging uh, Square Enix properties wasn't enough for you today. Here's another one. Sony's hiring a director of corporate development whose role will involve identifying opportunities for PlayStation acquisitions. As spotted by Twitter user Roberto Serrano, the incumbent will be responsible for inorganic growth opportunities that also include investments and joint ventures. So... The post, which was on the, like, a job board thing for Sony, uh, says, quote, Sony Interactive Entertainment PlayStation seeks a highly qualified director corporate development. Uh, SIE's corporate development team works closely with SIE's management team is responsible for identifying inorganic growth opportunities through acquisitions, investments, and joint ventures. The team sources, evaluates, and completes transactions that align with SIE's strategic priorities priorities and drive significant long-term value for the company um this seems i don't know 
what what do you what do you make of this? Putting like making a team, making a few jobs, making you know at least one person's job be to look at places to potentially buy. Is that like a weird like job to suddenly have? Like like how many acquisitions do you think Sony's planning to make if they if this is a whole job now? Like it's, yeah, know. I don't know. It it seems a bit odd unless they're planning to do a lot of acquisitions in the near future, continue to build. Um, it's probably if that if that's their plan, I guess it makes sense to have somebody in charge of it. But yeah, obviously we've seen them making different sorts of investments. Like obviously they invested into Discord, and invested into Epic, and made other those type of investments. So it's not just buying different studios and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I think it is an interesting choice, and like uh, might be important given the talk of different studios like potentially being up for sale that are going around at the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the, the rumor was, there was that rumor that Sony was going to buy Square, which I just thought- it could still be. Yeah. And yeah, so Sony could, after we publish this episode, most likely, I'll continue to make buy that joke, even though- Square Enix yeah. Japan, yeah. They could buy out some of the yeah more Japanese-leaning, or the Japanese developers, I guess. Um, and Square could be left with nothing but- Final NFTs Fantasy. and blockchain. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say NFTs and blockchain. I presume <laughs> they're, they're pivoting. Square Enix is pivoting. <laughs> they're just doing NFTs and blockchain stuff from now on. Much in the way Konami pivoted and is just doing Pachinko machines. That would be a crazy world if that's, that's real. What that's where the real money is. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised given what's happened now with the Embracer Group. Like, with what's left, if Sony's, st- if Square Enix is still looking to make money, they've still got some stuff they can sell off. Uh, Japanese developers and stuff. And that would suit more in line with obviously where Sony's located and, you know, company culture and all this sort of stuff. So, you know, Square really only needs to keep Final Fantasy for primarily Final Fantasy 14, which is a consistent moneymaker, obviously being the mm-hmm. MMO. Um, and then they can continue to put out Square, uh, Final Fantasy games and spin offs and stuff like that. And then go fucking live in the, cl- the digital future. I don't know. Because <laughs> there's, there's some stuff. Yeah. There's other stuff they kept. Like they never got rid of. They never got rid of Life is Strange, or you know, like that's still or Outriders. Outriders. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, there's still some like stuff there that is. Uh, they didn't sell everything as much as some people no. online seem to be acting. They've still got some stuff potentially. The Tomb Raider, come on. Yeah, and the Tomb Raider's big one. Um, there's some stuff there they could still either be holding onto or looking to sell to. Yeah, someone else like a Sony, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, someone's job's going to be to uh, lay out and do the maths on what's worth buying, investing in, and all that sort of stuff yep. for the Sony. So. But you know, let's bring it up here. Obviously, the other rumor going around is the Warner Brothers video game studios are up for sale as well. Mm-hmm. Without the IPs, uh, and they would have to be licensed back to Warner. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, you know, maybe Sony would look at one or two of those studios and go, yeah, that's worth it. It's going to be such a fucking mess if, that's, if that happens. It's so weird. So, like, just to, like, <laughs> you've got Warner Brothers has like, these game studios who are currently working on a bunch of Warner Brothers properties, uh, like, these, like obviously the Batman mm-hmm. games and stuff, which are yet to release. So even if they sold the studios now, they can technically sell them, but then they continue to work on the games until they're published. So they may be owned by someone else publishing a Batman game, and then the studio sold, like, the DC property back, who can then sell it to someone else to make a game, while someone else who's not even owned by them is continuing to make a Batman game, even though they don't work with the company anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it would just get very confusing very 
quickly. Like, I mean, <laughs> PlayStation paid Insomniac to play make a Marvel video game exclusive to the PlayStation console. So anything yeah, is possible. Anything is possible. I don't know what's. And going then on. they bought that company. Look, ever since to continue I- to make video games based on that Marvel property that they don't own. Yes. My my point, and think, then they made them make another game about another Marvel for the other they don't know. So, I think the moment where I stopped saying anything can't like anything's possible. Well, no, I started saying anything's possible now is the Activision. I think that was when I was like, oh, everything's possible. Everything's everything is on the table. Yeah. Not the Bethesda. Bethesda was crazy, but I was like, that's wild. But that's a one off. Yeah, sure. Like what crazy things happen every now and then, you know. And then when Activision happened, I was like. We're living in a time, everyone. We're living in a time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking it, anything's possible. But just so many stories. You can't even just, just all the rumors and stuff. And just, that's why we need an acquisitions manager. Yeah. <laughs> I need a fucking acquisitions manager to sort through what rumors are potentially worth talking about on this fucking podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's like 10 a week. Uh, PlayStation Lifestyle. PlayStation taps Zynga and Kabam executive to lead a mobile push. Um, I know we've talked about the mobile stuff before, but I continue to just shuffle papers around. But Sony isn't just renewing its push into PC gaming. It's also keen to take PlayStation mobile games to the next level if the company's too high as any indication. As reported by MobileGamer.biz, Sony has tapped former Zynga and Kabam executives to take up senior roles. Kabam's Chris Davies has joined PlayStation as senior director and head of mobile business development. And former Meta and Zynga executive Oliver Quartermanchi? I'm so sorry. Has taken up position of head of mobile product. Uh, again, back in February, Sony Group CFO CFO uh, Hiroki Toki said that uh, Totoki said that Sony plans to release mobile games and experiences based on popular IPs. His comments, which were made during a call with investors, echoed those of SIE CEO Jim Ryan's, who noted in May 2021 that PlayStation has a huge catalog of diverse first-party IP that can transition into smartphone gaming and complement their AAA games. So, yeah, we talked about all that. They're still continuing to not quickly push their big mobile games uh, push, considering that is, like, literally a year ago that uh, those uh, coming spot from Big Jim Jog were from. So, but, again, more hires as they continue. I don't know, PlayStation at the moment is making a lot of behind-the-scenes moves, um, as you can see by sort of what's happening um, here with all of the the... The hires and all this sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we got... What do, what do you make of this? Do you reckon they're slowly going to hire up the developers to to make these big mobile games based on, like, Uncharted and I stuff? Like, what's the... Yeah. Sure, why not? I mean, the mobile game space is pretty big, especially not necessarily in the Western world, but obviously in Asia. Like, mm. you need to look at the success of, like, Call of Duty Mobile and those sort of games... Um, you know, and they've got certain IPs that would fit something like that. Like, imagine if they made a Resistance mobile game. What would you do in it? In the style of the Call of Duty. Oh, like Call of Duty. Shoot right. shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought he was like, it's a card game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. Just stick a bunch of card games in there. Ideally. Okay. Someone- Bring Machine Strike, the fantastic horizon video mini game over to mobile you know it worked for gwent so that's a good point they put so much effort into that too when you look back like when you look at horizon and see like the amount of effort and i didn't i didn't want to play it i didn't enjoy playing it in the game 
But I feel like there's enough idea there that, yeah, maybe as a separate thing as like a mobile game, I would enjoy it a lot more, you know? But within the yeah. game, I was like, eh. give me a, give me a, a daily uh, Ghost of Shima haiku generator. I mean, I'm sure there's an app that's just a haiku generator. I'm just, you just- yeah, but it's not Ghost of Shima <laughs> themed. I'm sure you, you don't have Jin sitting in a spa in a hot tub. Water flow through the red leaves. Come and go is the way of life. I don't know. I can't do it. I can't haiku. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, most of the haikus people made in that game. As people pointed they out. Just press A, 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 A. It's gibberish. It wasn't even like proper haikus. Yeah. I think I probably did like half where I was trying to make like something poetic and then it got to a point where I was like, whatever, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Flowing water, trees of grass, kangaroo jumping. Oh, where's my flask? You know, like, what's this? It's gibberish. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's a lot of potential. Like, even like you could stick like a game, mini, like a mobile game with a bunch of like those Gretchen and Clank puzzles, the Clank puzzles, Mm. those sort of things. Um, Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of like. I'm sure there is also a bunch of older games that you could easily port over to mobile. I feel like there's um, the thing with the mobile stuff um, is I often find it's like it's almost like breaking into a new market. So I think hiring people like extended people and whatever else to sort of head up that is the right choice. You don't, I don't think getting people to work on this. Big push into mobile should be anyone who's going to treat it as we're making games for already PlayStation fans who are mobile gamers. Like, because I just don't, I feel like the crossover is very small. You know, like you and I mm. dabble in mobile games. Like we will play mobile games. Yeah. I would say the majority of your PlayStation user base, fan base, whatever, probably aren't mobile gamers. Simply because PlayStation users are, u- are considered, you know, more of the quote-unquote hardcore gamer type or you know even like a casual gamer like who just plays fifa or cod or whatever but they probably don't dabble in or care to play mobile games you know like i I feel like you need you need to treat it like it's a a new totally new audience they don't know what uncharted is they don't know what ratchet and clank is Mm. even if you're you know trying to bring over some of the fan base to try them you got to go like yeah treat it brand new here's another one Last of Us themed zombie settlement builder. <laughs> you trying to get hired, or was is that what that was? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to pitch <laughs> ideas, and then if they steal any. All right, how did it first? Ash is moving on. Up. Yeah, into PlayStation. Uh, Sony has apparently created a PlayStation game preservation team. More weird jumblings and jobs creating coming at PlayStation. Uh, mm. So, PlayStation uh, Lifestyle Rides. So, newly created preservation team, which could be in charge of preserving PlayStation Classics, according to a LinkedIn and Twitter post by Garrett Fredley, a new senior build engineer at the company. His post suggests that his team will be specifically dedicated to game preservation, leading to hopes that this will culminate in the much-requested PS3 emulation, or at the very least, archival work of for the vast library, library of legacy PlayStation titles. Um, so, the quote... It was written by this uh, Garrett Fredley, who's doing um, the job. Says, Today is my first day as senior build engineer for PlayStation, working as one of the initial hires for the newly created preservation team. 
Game preservation was my first career passion. It was my first foray into the world of software engineering, DevOps, and into a world that so many are unaware of. Let's go and ensure our industry's history isn't forgotten. Uh, Lifestyle continues. It is unclear what the priorities will be for this new PlayStation game preservation team. Fredley himself has three years of experience as a software engineer at Electronic Arts, as noticed on his ma- uh, main LinkedIn profile page, where he headed the preservation efforts for the FIFA franchise, resulting in the complete archival of multiple titles. He's also spoken about game preservation at GDC in March of 2019 in a talk called Game Preservation, Best Practices, a Real-Life EA Case Study. What do you, what do you, what do you think they're doing? Like, what, Or ideally, what uh, would you yeah, think that this team should be doing? I assume they're getting games ready to go on PS Plus. <laughs> yeah. You reckon that's it? I think that's the... the main aim i'm sure like making sure they've got playable versions of everything maybe they've got plans for cat you know some sort of museum or something down the line but yeah i think that's the obvious opposite thing like make them so we can make money off them i think there's an argument every time like what was it um what was the when they turned the psp library off or whatever and people were you know the whole argument about um like from a present preservation standpoint there's a bunch of games on there that aren't um like ported elsewhere or available elsewhere and whatever else so ideally i think the best even though yes you can turn this around in a way to make money from it which i do think is fine to a point as long as you're not over like mm-hmm. like if it's just part of the subscription service or whatever it's like sort of hitting two stones one bird or no <laughs> one stone for two birds <laughs> two birds for one stone um yep. <laughs> I just pictured like this chicken. I'm fucking like <laughs> throwing it. Um, the uh, yeah, so you, you go get all these titles because some of them been published in lots of places. Some of them haven't been, but I'm thinking about a bunch of that stuff. Like um, there's a bunch of those PSP minis, mini games. They're they just called minis and stuff. Like where the fuck are they? No, you can't play them anywhere. They were only available there. I'm sure there's a bunch of like early dev, like a bunch of those people. Um, who either joined other teams now or maybe those studios are growing into bigger things and it's like, oh, I wish we had like a way to show off that game that we made or something like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Like someone making, someone working on a way to store PlayStation or just games in general for PlayStation in a way that into the future would be easy to publish on a streaming service platform or internet archival basis or whatever. Because I guess if you're porting them all and developing them all, on a software front that's built entirely around streaming or whatever, then you're never going to have to worry about you. You're not porting it a million times over to work with the PS5, PS6, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever. You know, it's always just like we'll we build it for cloud. We'll be, we'll build it for streaming. Um, we'll make that the focus. It's only ever going to be available on the internet. That's the future. Cool story. Let's go. I don't know. It's cool that the if they are like trying to. I think whenever I read stuff about games preservation, I do think there's a lot of good points to be made about how it's like, Mm. it is treated terribly. And it's sort of like, um, um, it's not even like, it's sort of like a a repetition of like repeating history to a degree because they went through this with film where no one cared about film for so long. And suddenly it was like, oh shit, like maybe we should be like preserving film history. And it was like, oh fuck, we've lost a bunch of stuff and you know, all this sort of stuff. So it's, it's almost sort of silly the fact that, games and more recent um arts industry 
And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Like, so like you went through this with films. like, um, And I'm sure the same thing happened to books. I don't know. But I, I know for sure, you know, films was like not preserved well or whatever for years and years and years. So for a long time. They're doing it again. So I don't know. Uh, PlayStation Indies montage. So um, Kieran, writing for Press Starts, like posted about the PlayStation Indies montage that um, cool trailer. Well, it's like a TV spot, really. I don't know if it's actually on TV, but it's like a... TV spot link thing, but um, he's been doing like a lot of maths lately based on the, <laughs> he posted on his Twitter <laughs> and it, it like turns out to be right most of it or all of it I think he's posted. So, and he's like, so he writes here, PlayStation has dropped a short. You heard it here first, Kevin, Kieran Verbruge is very good at maths. <laughs> I mean, he's, I believe in him. Uh, PlayStation dropped a short 25 second teaser video highlighting three upcoming indie heavy hitters and confirming or reconfirming their planned release windows. The video contains a montage of footage from Stray, We Are OFK, and Cult of Lamb, each with text denoting the seasons we can expect to see them. Uh, naturally, the release windows are listed below according to Never, Never, Never Northern Hemisphere seasons. Um, so, like, he's. <laughs> I've been. Because he keeps this thing on his Twitter where he keeps, like, looking at the order of the PlayStation games. Um, like in the coming soon section mm. and what order they're like listed in and then like sort of guesstimating when to release. And all of those have lined up to sort of what the ones he's had here and other recent releases or release dates that were announced. Like the most recent ones, like track the Young Music out later this week, right? And like he guessed it was sort of coming out around now. I don't know. So I don't know. Look at that PlayStation coming home section. Apparently if they, they move stuff around, I don't know, secretly, even though it's supposed to just be random. Anyway, Stray. Should be coming out somewhere between June 1st to August 31st. We Are OFK should be coming out somewhere between June 1st to August 31st. And Cult of the Lamb should be coming out somewhere between September 1st to November 30th. Stray could be out very fucking soon. I mean, June's next month. I don't know if anyone's keeping up. We're in the fifth month now. We Are OFK could be out very soon as well. So um, I'm excited for all these games, though, so I'm happy to get, you know, I'm going to get my hands on any and all of the above. If Cold of the Lamb comes out later this year, however, if it's going to have like a late October, November release date, I'm like, does that mean we'll get potentially hands-on at PAX? You know, ahead of release. It is an Australian game. So. Just saying. It's like even more hands-on. but Even more hands-on because, yeah, last time it was a, hey, this is a tech demo, like blah, 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 um, or whatever else. And they also had like a thing sign up saying like, uh, can you please not talk about this? <laughs> I proceeded to completely fuck that because I keep mentioning that I've played this at PAX. <laughs> I was like, so, yeah, you don't have a demo at PAX and be like, come on. You can never talk about it. Put it behind closed doors. Make me sign an embargo. I'm talking about stuff if it's on the show floor. Um, yeah, excited to, are you excited for all three of these or like what's the? Yeah, I'm keen for all three. So uh, it's pretty exciting. Uh Maybe the three biggest indies we've still got coming this year. I'm sure there'll be some random shit out of left field, but like, maybe that we know of. Yeah. yeah. Like, currently, if I was, to, if you, like, without even looking, if you'd if be like, upcoming games that you're excited about, you know, uh, this doesn't have release date, I'd be like, Stray. Like, that's probably the first one I'm going to, you know. Or the cat game, yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, the cat game. When's it coming? I need to know. Yeah. And I'm all about that. We are OFK. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Can't wait to play them. So, moving just on. Just confirm a date. <laughs> yeah, no, just give me the fucking date. Stop fucking around. What do you think you got? Got a war? Give me a goddamn date. Um, and then finally, 
for anyone who cares, so VRR, uh, the update finally went live for PlayStation 5s. Uh, in case you don't know, variable refresh rate. So um, to use this, you have to have a more recent TV. So you've got to have a um, HDMI 2.1 enabled TV. And then you've got to uh, make sure you don't have a shitty $2 from the op shop uh, HDMI cable as well. Or else it won't work. Anyway, so the games that uh, Push Square has a nice updated list. I thought I'd just read through. Um, here's all the games that are currently being patched um, for VRR. Uh, support so you got Astro's Playroom, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, Call of Duty, Vanguard, Destiny 2, Devil May Cry 5, Special Edition, Dirt 5, Ghostwire Tokyo, Godfall, Marvel Spider Man, Remastered, Marvel Spider Man, Miles Morales, Ratchet Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, Tiny Teens, Wonderlands, Tom Clancy's, Rainbow Six Siege, and Tribes of Midgard. I've been watching a few videos on the Spider Man stuff with VRR, um, where they've got like rotation enabled and stuff, and they're hitting like somewhere between 40 50 frames per second. Uh, very good, very cool. Um, for people who care, obviously, I know Ash is like, no, everything looks the same. I have glasses. I need to wear two pairs to be able to fucking see the difference between 720p and 1080p. Um, I'd advise him to go to an optometrist, go listen to last week's episode of RK Couch Between the Cushions. We discuss eye doctors a lot. Anyway, um, to apply this, you've got to go to um, settings, screen and video, video output, and um, if you want it to work on every game or attempt it to work on every game, you can tick a little thing that says apply to unsupported games. Um, so always try and like sort of do what it does anyway. So anyone who's obviously a PC gamer is like, oh, I've had this for ages. Oh, look at my fucking G Max fucking monitor. Cool story, bro. Um, and then also Xbox fans. Uh, oh, I've had this since Xbox Series X launched. I mean, all that's true. It's all true. It's all very true. I can't even argue. It's all it's all true. However, it's now on PlayStation for people to care. Um, very good. So um, I'm sure it will make difference. Um, I know there are some games where, you know, they have these options where it's like, man, like I wish there was like a mode between here and here. I, I'm keen. So the most recent one that dropped was uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, and maybe if I could be bothered, I don't know if I will, to be honest. But uh, that was the one where I was, so I, play, I played in ray tracing for all of like a couple minutes when I was reviewing that. And I would only ever flick it back onto the highest, uh, like visual qualities, like ray trace enabled mode. If I ever want to take like a, a photo mode, cause it just ran like absolute ass. Um, otherwise. So that's one where I'm like, I don't know. Would they, would VR make a difference to that with the, with it enabled? I have no idea. That's where I need, um, old mates at, uh, Digital Foundry to drop me a nice video that I can sit back, relax and have them tell me all the things that I'm not smart enough to figure out for myself. And that'll do it for this week's episode of Final Explosion. Let us know any comments, questions, concerns you've got, of course, by heading over to our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. Tweet at us, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Um, you can write stuff on our Discord, like Michael did. He said, confession time, I'm using my second PSN account to get trophies again from my favorite games, but not chasing a plat unless it's easy. How do you feel about this? Replaying a game. So not just replaying. So you're not, you're not like, oh, I love Spider-Man, right? Or you, you know, like a game you really yeah. love. You're, you're not just replaying it on your current profile because you just want to replay it for, for fun. You want to replay it and get the satisfaction of earning the trophies. So creating a second profile to get the pop as you go. How do you feel about this? Ashley Holby, the mic's in your hands. Uh, it, whatever floats your boat. No, I need, I, I need a, I need a harder <laughs> take. I need arcade Ashley here right now. I need a more like. 
is bullshit. As soon as you finish a game, you should never play it again. You should be a one-off experience to play it the one way. Don't double up on these trophies. You know, one game, one trophy. That's better. One account, one trophy. That's how it works. Using up all these usernames that other people can't use now. Terrible. That's better. Thank you very much. Um, they, yeah, I, I, my, 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 I read this and I went, nah, 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 it's, nah, nah. It's like, I, I enjoy getting trophies, right? But it's like that needle's being used. It's dirty. So. <laughs> Is it different to uh, <laughs> earning a trophy in a, on PS5 to, to PS4, I guess, is the only thing? Nah. No, it's fine. It's like, it's just a trophy is a trophy, you know. Here's here, you know, here's the here's the platinum for Spider-Man Miles Morales. Just inject that shit. Fucking felt great, you know. And it's like then taking that needle, refilling it with cocaine, and sticking it back in. Unhealthy. Go get a new needle with a new platinum injection. Do that. Or just replay the game. I don't know how I feel about this. Don't try and recreate the the experience no, don't for the try first time. Don't, don't, don't. You only get a pop cherry once, you know what I'm saying? That's what I was... <laughs> <laughs> you can't make a second PSM profile to... You're either a virgin or you're not, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's an artificial hymen is what you're saying. Yes. What term we took here? Also... The second party said in this message, though, I'm totally on board with. Also, you don't have to get a lot of plats to be a trophy hunter. No, you don't. And that's why I end every episode of the show with remember, every trophy counts. Except if they're on another profile. Except if they're bullshit. on another profile. That's fucking a waste of time. Go get new trophies, for fuck's sake. They, they can't. They can't. <laughs>